welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello designers and welcome back to the Daring Designers Club podcast. Today I'm going to talk about dream clients first of all and how I have got my business to a point where I only work with dream clients in my design services. If you have followed me for a while or if you're part of my email list you know that dream clients is something that I talk about quite regularly. It's also the foundations of a lot of my group programs or teachings so if you have taken part in one of those before you will have done all of this work before I'm sure. But basically for the past sort of four to five years within my business, I have only worked with clients and on projects that I feel are really, really dreamy and a perfect fit for me, a perfect fit for my design style and just really, really worked for for me as a business owner and as a designer. And it's not just a fluke, it's not just something that came out of nowhere or, you know, it's not this sort of overnight success story that you (laughs) seem to find people talking about often. Um, It does come with intentional work, it does come with ongoing work as well, and just really, really being in tune with those people and who they are. So I'm going to talk about how I only work with dream clients in my design business and also how you can switch your marketing methods and your positioning around so you can be working with your dream clients as well. So before I continue, I will add a link in the show notes to my free five-day email challenge, which is the Find Your Dream Clients Challenge very relevant to this episode, I know. Um, So I will add a link there for you to sign up and there's basically five days of worksheets and video content for you to help discover who your dream clients are, find where they are and also attract them. That is such a good starting point if you are unsure about your dream clients or if you're a bit confused about the people that you want to work with. I would definitely recommend going through that challenge first and then please also just drop me a message if you have any questions about this side of things and making sure that you can work with dream clients. I will also apologise up front for the number of times that I'm going to say the word dream clients, <laughs> the phrase dream clients, um, because it will come up a lot, obviously, um, and there's not too much I can do about it. But yeah, I hope you really enjoy this episode. It has been such a huge part of my business, just um, really figuring out who my people are and being able to work with them. It makes such a huge difference to my day-to-day workload. There is never a day that I don't look forward to the design projects that I'm working on. Everything always runs really smoothly. I don't have any issues or, you know, those sort of like red flag client things that you see often. 
These are all things that I have had in the past. And since being able to work with my dream clients, I don't have any of those problems anymore. I just work with people who are great to work with, who really, really respect the process and respect my work. And have amazing outcomes as well. I love the way my projects end up looking at the end now, whereas in the past, you know, you can you can have a great client, but maybe you don't like the way the website looks at the end or the branding looks at the end. So point number one is I know who my dream clients are. So this is one of the reasons that I can work with dream clients. Sounds very obvious, but sometimes we don't know who these people are. But I am so in tune with who my dream clients are, what type of businesses they're running, what they do day to day, what type of demographic they come from, why they want to work with me as a designer, their design style, everything about them I am really, really clear on in my mind and through my marketing. And that is the first step. It sounds really simple, like I said, but honestly, I think a lot of the times we can have an idea of who our dream clients are. And actually, when we start working with those people, there's something not quite right. So maybe they're amazing to work with, but you don't like the end product. Or maybe it's the other way around. You end up with an amazing website or whatever you end up with. But actually, the process throughout is really, really difficult and hard to work on. So you want to be aware of these people, you want to know all of their traits, you want to know everything about them before you start trying to tweak your marketing or editing anything about your business. This really is the foundation for every part of your business, whether it's your website copy, your Instagram posts, your blog content, the way you just generally speak about your business, your elevator pitch, that sort of thing. Everything is going to be based partly on who these people are. Obviously, you want it to be partly about who you are as well and about your business, but really you just want to be speaking to these people and connecting with them. So obviously, the first step here is just being really connected with them as people and knowing who they are. Number two is I know where they are. So of course I know who they are, I know about them, but it's also really important to know where they're going to be hanging out, whether that's online or offline. Are they on Instagram? I mean, most people are, but is that where they spend a lot of their time? Or are they using Twitter or LinkedIn or one of the lesser used platforms? Maybe they're over on Pinterest looking for design inspiration. I know exactly where my people are and that is where I spend my time. There is no point in me putting effort into platforms or marketing mediums which aren't going to even hit any type of my dream client because that's not where they're going to be. At the beginning of my business, I created a social media profile on every single platform and I dedicated a little bit of time every single week to schedule some tweets or create my Instagram posts or, you know, write something up on LinkedIn and put posts on my Facebook page for Gatto, which I'll be honest, I'm not sure has ever been seen by anyone. And it was such a waste of time but it was also not hitting, it was not connecting with anyone because that's not where they were. And when I did connect with people, it was such a small part of my marketing that I really couldn't figure out where they'd come from or why they connected. And so I just carried on doing absolutely everything. Having a really clear vision of where your dream clients are hanging out online or offline 
is your ticket to being able to connect with them. It's the first step, just seeing where they are, to you using your time really valuably, creating amazing content that's going to attract those people, and publishing that content in a way that appeals perfectly to them and makes them want to get in touch and work with you as their designer. So further from that is number three, which is I know how to speak to them. This is something that I talk about a lot in my group programs, but it is so important to develop your tone of voice in a way that is going to connect with your dream clients. This is something I think we maybe tend to overlook, especially if we are solo business owners and just, you know, work for ourselves and don't have a bigger business. Tone of voice is obviously really important for bigger businesses because you want to make sure every part of that team, every staff member knows how to speak within their materials. But actually, we need to focus on our tone of voice as well. It's very rare that the correct tone of voice within our design business is just the way that we would speak day to day or going to the complete opposite end of the spectrum and going really, really corporate and really business speaky. If we can find a really good balance between those two things, so between our personality and how we feel we should talk professionally, we can start to develop a tone of voice and a way of speaking that is going to grab the attention of those dream clients and mean they want to follow along with you and find more out about you And you will be their port of call if they want anything design related because they know that they can hear you speak, they know that they can take in what you're saying and they know from that if they got in touch that you would probably get on as a match because you speak in a different way or you at least connect in that way. And that takes me on to the fourth point which sounds very similar to number three but I know how to connect with them. This is one step further than knowing how to speak to them because it's about what I write about, what I talk about in my content, what I publish, what is in my Instagram captions, my blog posts, my newsletters. I know what to say, I know what topics to talk about to connect with those people. This is the hardest part because we can get really bogged down by comparison. First of all, we can see what other designers are doing and we can just try to imitate that or do our own version of that. But also we can get really sidetracked by the numbers. And so if we create a Instagram post that gets loads and loads of engagement, maybe it gets loads of saves or shares or lots and lots of comments, we think that's the content that's connecting with our dream clients. But bear in mind, that engagement isn't always from the right people. So what we want to do is have a really, really eagle eye focus on what content is connecting with the right people and how we're portraying that content in the right way. So I really, really want you to think about your dream clients' problems, what they want from you, what they want to hear, what they want to see. Bear in mind as well that as designers and As clients who want to work with a designer, a lot of what they will want to see is about the work you do and the results that you can get for them and how they're going to feel when they work with you. And it's probably less about the way that you can design things or how to DIY. Keep that in mind when you're thinking about what to talk about and how to connect with these people. But this really has been the game changer within my marketing and within booking the right people is that I really know what they want to see from me. The fifth and final point here is I know how to solve their problems. 
So it's not just about knowing who they are, finding them, speaking to them, connecting with them. But when they do book in, when they do get to the point where I'm on a call with them and we're talking about what they want and what their problems are at the moment, I know that what I do is going to solve their problems perfectly and I can also communicate that with them. So I've set up my services in a way that is going to perfectly target the problems of the people I want to work with and really, really attract them to working with me on those things. I'm not over-promising, I'm not making false promises, I'm not saying I can do things that I can't. I'm telling them what I love working on and what my design superpower is and it perfectly matches with their issues, with what they want to solve and what they want to work on and the design style that they want as well. Bear in mind that that's sometimes a problem for people. We don't have to give them the world. We don't have to say we're going to you know, give them 20 times the revenue that they got last year. Sometimes it's just enough for them to have a beautiful brand or website or design at the end. And that's the problem that you're solving. But you really, really want to connect with your own business here, your own services, how to solve their problems and how you can portray that with the previous points as well. So for each of these points, I feel like we're building a little bit further, we're digging a little bit deeper into who these people are, and we're getting closer to the point where we can work with dream clients and make our dream clients the bulk of our workload as well. Like I said, if you are having some struggles with who your dream clients are and you would like to connect with this a little bit further, I would really, really recommend that email challenge that I've set up. It was really successful when I ran it live originally and so I really wanted to bring it as a free resource to the podcast listeners. So jump into the show notes to find that and I really hope you enjoy doing that challenge and you can find me at Gatto Web on Instagram or at GattoWeb.com or you can find the Daring Designers Club membership at thedaringdesignersclub.com. We have some amazing things coming up there. So if you are looking for some more support and some ongoing support with your design business, then please jump over there and join us. And I will see you soon. 